Welcome to the Tradeswomen Australia podcast series that promotes women in trades. Here you'll hear stories of success and ambition from some of the industry's most inspirational women. I just want to keep learning. I want to move towards focusing on hydraulics and repairing all the hydraulic systems and just learning as much as I can. Today we're speaking with Sika from Queensland Mining Industry. Sika's here to share her story and how she got into the industry and what her experience has been like. Hi, my name is Sika. I'm a second year diesel fitter apprentice working on a coal mine in central Queensland, um, working on heavy diesel equipment like dump trucks, graders, bulldozers and diggers and drills. And am I detecting a bit of an accent there? You are. I'm originally from New Zealand, but I've been over here for about eight years now. Oh, wow. And what were you doing before you got started in your apprenticeship? After I finished high school, I wasn't quite sure what to do, so I actually went to university and I did a degree over there. And then once I finished that, I decided I didn't really want to be in that industry. And I ended up taking a job with my dad working in the forestry business. So doing a hands-on role and ended up saving up and moving moving over to Australia after that. Wow, I'm finding it really interesting that a lot of the women we've interviewed didn't start their apprenticeship immediately after high school and in fact went to university first. Seems to be a common theme. Do you think there's just not enough information in high schools? A hundred percent. Like I loved all of the heavy material classes like woodwork and metalwork and everything like that. But I was always the only female in those classes and nobody ever talked about what happens after that. It was always when you finish high school, you go to university. So I kind of just did what I thought I was supposed to be doing. So what happened after you moved to Australia? How did you find your job? Uh, When I first moved to Australia, I was actually struggling to get any kind of work, any retail or any hospitality or anything like that. So I struggled for a while until I actually came across a cleaning job and it was in the mining industry. And I knew I loved like construction and being outdoors and everything like that. So I thought I'd jump on it and give it a go. It was a really hard job, uh, but I got my foot in the door in the mining industry and opened my eyes to like the other opportunity. From there, I actually took on a few admin roles and I was stayed in the gas and oil industry for about three and a half years doing fly and fly out work and just building that passion for being in the industry. Uh, I continued with all that stuff, uh, but I still just really wanted a hands-on role. I wasn't enjoying being in the offices. I was in the offices for many years because I tried to apply for trade assistant roles and didn't really get anywhere with that. And I didn't really know much about apprenticeships. So I just kept on doing what I was doing until a friend of mine had an admin role in central Queensland. So I moved to central Queensland and took the administration role working in a coal mine. Through there, I saw that they were advertising for apprenticeships for diesel fitters and electricians. I didn't really know much about it, so I spoke to her about it, asked a few people and found out I really did want to be a diesel fitter. I thought it was awesome. I would get to work with machines and stuff like that. So I applied for it. I actually missed out on that one though, and it was a bit upsetting, but I ended up speaking to a apprentice field officer and she gave me a bit of advice on what I could do to help myself to get an apprenticeship and I just kept applying. 
And how did you come across that apprenticeship field officer? She was, they go through a separate company. So they were employing their apprentices through a separate company called MREL. They do a lot of work around central Queensland and they put apprentices out at different sites and stuff like that. So they manage them. So it gives you a go-to person and I actually ended up getting an apprenticeship through them at one of the sites that they look after. And Sika, can you walk us through a typical day in your shoes to give us an idea of what it's like to be a diesel fitter? Uh, well, I work away. So I work one week on, one week off. So when I'm on site, I'm up at about 4am in the morning and I go down to the food hall, have breakfast, pack my lunch and everything like that. And then I'm on site at about quarter past five. And then we have pre-start and handover with all the night shift people. And then we get given our jobs. Like we might be might be servicing a bulldozer for the day or doing a bid life, which is when you change all the components out on it or even doing fault finding. So we might be in the field and one of the drills might break down and we get to diagnose it and repair the fault while it's in the field to keep it running. Back at camp at about 6.30, we finish work at 6, so they're pretty long days. Ooh, do you ever get tempted to sleep in and skip breakfast? I actually have three alarms set just so, <laughs> just because I'm always scared that if I sleep in, I won't be able to get to work and there's been a few people on site that have done it. Oh, I'd have to do the same thing. What recommendations do you have for someone who's considering pursuing the same career path as you? I just think if you are interested in it, that you should definitely research it, look into it and just make sure it is something that you really want to be doing. Ask questions, find people that you can talk to and speak to them about what the roles are and then just go for it. If you miss out the first time, just keep applying. I applied for every single one that was in the area and I just kept going. I even did practice mechanical testing and things like that, just whatever I could do to try and help myself get an apprenticeship. And what do you have planned for your future in the industry? I'm not too sure. Like, I love listening to the stories about where other people have gone with their career and everything like that in the industry. Um, I'm particularly really enjoying being on the tools and stuff like that. So I just want to keep learning. I want to move towards focusing on hydraulics and repairing all the hydraulic systems and just learning as much as I can. I'm fortunate enough to have so many good tradies that I meet them and I'm like, oh wow, I just want to be like you. (laughs) Well, that kind of draws me to my next question. Do you have anyone who's given you inspiration or been a bit of a role model to you to help you do what it is that you do? I've got a, I think there's a lot of people like working with so many different trades people, just hearing the way that they talk about what they do and the passion that comes out when they talk about it. I consider them really good. I look up to those people. And I've got a really good mentor who pushes me to do really well at what I'm doing and wants me to be a good tradesperson as well. So I'm just really lucky to have really inspirational people and probably my dad too. (laughs) My dad's in New Zealand, but I I get quite proud to ring him up after we've done a big job or something like that and be like, Dad, Dad, we've just finished working on this mass failure. It was so cool. And then we just spent, you know, 20 minutes or so just talking about a failure that's been on site and that's pretty cool. That is awesome. Would you like to see more women in the industry and how do you think we could achieve that? Oh, I would definitely love to see more women in trades. Like 
there's not many at all. I think it needs to start from high school because so many of us didn't know it existed. Like, and coming into it as a mature age, I'm so glad that I managed to find out about it. I think we just need to get people talking to the high schools and stuff like that so that they understand it's an option that they can actually take. Are there many women on the site where you're working at the moment? No, (laughs) not at all. Not in the trades industry. I've got on my side that I work on, I've got two female tradespeople and I've got there's the two or three apprentices that we've got as well. And during your career, have you had any hero moments? So any hero moments are moments that you're really proud of that you would like to share? Probably just realising how much like I've learned, even coming in so green into the industry, coming in so green and then you're discussing a machine with somebody and realising how much you're remembering the terminology, the names of things, and then just looking back at that conversation and being like, oh, wow. That's so cool. I've actually learned a fair bit. Have you come across any barriers during your career and how have you overcome them? I have. There's like some of it's quite difficult when you work with people that don't think women should be in the industry. Like I've physically had people tell me that they think women should be at home roles and they should be looking after their families and stuff like that. But I'm pretty strong minded. So I just take them on as a positive challenge and push, like, use it to drive me to succeed even more. But it can be quite challenging to adhere when you first get into the industry. It's really disappointing to hear that. And if you are listening and you would like to reach out to a mentor that is a good way of overcoming this type of barrier, please get in touch with us. Sika, do you have any final words of wisdom that you would like to share with the listeners? Just don't give up, like... Don't be daunted if you don't get in. Just keep trying if it's something you really want to do. Just do everything you can to help yourself get there. Well, Sika, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your story. If anyone would like to reach out and get in touch with you, how can they do that? If you want to get in touch with me, I'm happy to have out. Uh, just get in touch with Tradeswoman Australia and I'll pass on the details to you. Thanks, Sika, and thank you listeners for tuning in this week. Please hang around for some special show notes. And until next week, catch you later. Thank you for tuning into today's show in partnership with the Federal Department of Education and Training Real Skills for Real Careers. You can find out more about pursuing an apprenticeship and beginning your lady trader career on our website at www.tradesofaustralia.com.au or on the myskills.gov.au website. If you enjoyed our show today, please leave us a five-star rating and spread the word to encourage more women into trades. Thanks again and catch you next week.